prepared. I wouldn't be a good leader, amen, if uh, I didn't get to prepare for what is getting ready to happen. What the Lord is requiring of us. Amen. And I don't want to, you know, I'm going to have to give an account if I don't do my part. You all with me? So we're talking about catching the vision. And our subtopic, our subtitle is the question, why? Why? And there's a statement that I'm going to make that will carry over through the rest of this message. And the statement is, people lose their way when they lose their why. Would you say that after me at the end? Would you say that people lose their way? People lose their way. When they lose their why. When they lose their why. Questions are powerful. And if we lose the why, if we don't know why we are here, we don't know what we're uh, why we're doing what we do, uh, you get lost. And I'm afraid that there are many people that are lost today. Yes, sir. So people lose their way when they lose their why. And there are three, criti three critical why questions that I want us to consider on today. That we're going to talk about. The first question is, why does the church exists. Yes. Critical question. Why does the church exist? And I'm not just speaking about this church in particular, but I'm talking about uh, church in general. Why, what, what is the purpose for the church? Yes. What's the purpose for the church? And we're going to See if we can answer that question. So that's one of the first critical questions. The second uh, critical question is, why does this church exist? Why does this church exist? I'm talking about Bethel in particular. All right. And it's important for us to know uh, the purpose that we exist because then we've got to examine ourselves and see if we're fulfilling that purpose. You're with me today? Hallelujah. And then the third question, uh, critical question that we need to consider is why do we exist? Or even making it personal, why do you exist? What are you here for? Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, what are you here for? We need to know the answer to that question. Because again, it's critical to determine, uh, for, for us to be able to determine, are we really doing what we need to be doing? So many people are majoring on minors, and they're minoring on majors. So that's what we want to talk about today, amen, catching the vision, amen, and we want to answer the question, why? Now I'm going to start with that first question. Why does the what, what what is the purpose of the church in the earth, the body of Christ in the earth? And as I answer that question, Amen. Uh, the answer is that the church exists to fulfill Jesus's mission on the earth. The church exists to fulfill Jesus's mission on the earth. He came with a mission in mind. And I would ascertain that it was a fourfold mission. The first amen thing that he came for is he came to explain God. Say that with me. He came to explain God. John 1, 14 through 18. I'm going to be using a, a modern translation in today's message, the New Living Translation. It might read a little differently than your Bible, but uh, 
one of the things that I, I, I'm a believer in is that uh, we need to be able to communicate in a way that people can understand. People aren't talking in Elizabethan English anymore. And I know some of us learned it, and, 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 and you know, that was the first Bible that we learned. And, and some of you all, some of y'all, y'all hold on to those King James versions. Almost to the point that you worship in the King James version. We don't worship the King James version, we worship God. Amen. And uh, like I said, we're, we're not driving the horse and buggies that they were driving in Elizabethan times. We're not, certainly, we're not wearing clothes that they were wearing in uh, Elizabethan times. And so let's not get stuck in the language of Elizabethan times. Is that all right? Uh, so I, I, I utilize several translations. I, I use the New King James Version. That's, that's one of my favorites. I use the English Standard Version. Is uh, another uh, translation that I like to uh, uh, and, and help give clarity. Uh, New American Standard is another one, uh, and, and and I think how for the electronic uh, uh, Bibles, I, I I still ha I still believe in having a Bible, and I got it over there in my case. I'm not using it right now, but I, I believe in the written Bible. The electronic ones, the batteries will run out sometimes, and, and what happened. But with the electronic ones, you can have multiple translations that can, you know, third or thirdly study. Uh, so, John 1, beginning at the 14th verse, it says, So the Word became human and made its home among us. See, even as I'm reading, the, 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 old, the Word became what? Flesh. And what did he do? He tabernacled among us. He was full of the unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory. The glory of the Father, the one and the only Son. John testified about him when he shouted to the crowds, This is the one I was talking about when I said, Someone is coming after me who is far greater than I am. For he existed long before me. And from his abundance, we have all received one gracious blessing after another. For the law was given through Moses, but God's unfailing love and faithfulness came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, but the, only, but the one and only Son is himself God. And is near to the Father's heart. He has revealed God to us. You see, there are a lot of misconceptions about who God is. And if you have a faulty understanding of who God is, you're going to have a faulty existence. It's going to be hard for you. Uh, to navigate life successfully with a, with a faulty understanding of who God is. Yeah. And so, amen, uh, mission one, or the first uh, part of the fourfold mission, Jesus came to reveal to us or explain to us exactly who God is. Yeah. Yes. He said in one instance, amen, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. When you know when, when you want to know uh, uh, how does God feel uh, about people who have messed up, look at how Jesus treated people who had messed up. You want when you want to see how God feels about uh, the religious prideful people and the stuck up people, look at how Jesus reacted to the, the, the Pharisees and the scribes. When you want to see how Jesus, uh, how God feels about people that make mistakes and, 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 and who come short. Look at how Jesus treated the woman that was supposedly called an adultery. How can you catch just her? And mysteriously, you don't have him. That sounds like a setup to me. 
But when you want to understand how does God feel about the sinner, amen, look at how Jesus treated, as I said, the woman caught in adultery, when he said that he who is without sin cast the first stone. And they were pricked in their conscience and they, from the eldest to the youngest, they slipped away. And do you know the only one there who could have cast the stone? It would have been Jesus. And you know what he said to her? He said, woman, where are your accusers? And no one accused you? She said, no one. No one. This is what he said, neither do I accuse you. Go and sin no more. Notice the tenderness. But he also told her the truth. We don't have to be harsh. We don't have to be mean. God, God loves us. God loves the sin. But he don't he don't love sin. So mission number one, the reason for the church, amen, uh, the reason that, uh, is to fulfill Christ's mission. Amen. Christ started it and it needs to continue and the church has the obligation to uh, fulfill, help to fulfill Christ's mission in the earth. Number two, I'm moving, amen, uh, uh, Hurriedly, number two, he came to bring God's kingdom. He came to usher in the kingdom of God. Amen. In the earth. And when we talk about the kingdom of God, uh, we get uh, sometimes these uh, misconceptions about what does it mean to usher in the kingdom of God. I'm going to say it in some simple terms. Amen. Ushering in the kingdom of God means bringing God's economy into the earth realm. Bringing God's way of doing things yeah. into the earth realm. Yeah. We pray the prayer, amen, many of us, and we still do, some of us, amen, as children, thy will be done on earth. Thy, uh, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. Some of us, when we were praying that, we didn't actually know what we were praying. But that, that, that's, that's what Jesus, when he taught us to pray, that's the prayer that, uh, uh, that, that heaven's economy comes to the earth. That heaven's way of doing things comes to the earth. And Jesus came to bring God's kingdom. Luke 4, 14. In Luke 4, 18, rather, it says that the Spirit of the Lord is upon me. This is when Jesus went into the temple, as was his custom. Amen. And they handed him uh, the book, it says, the scroll, which was the, 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 the Bible then was in robes, the Old Testament, uh, in, in the Jewish synagogues, it was in robes. And uh, they uh, uh, handed him, he opened it up to the place in the book of Isaiah, and he began to read, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released, that the blind will see, that the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. And he rolled up the scroll and handed it back to the attendant and sat down. All eyes in the synagogue looked at him intently. And he began to speak to them, the scriptures you have just heard have been fulfilled this very day. Yeah. He came to bring the kingdom of God on the earth. And one thing that you'll notice, everywhere that Jesus did, uh, 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 everywhere that Jesus went, rather, uh, he brought kingdom rule to everywhere, every place he went. That's why the sick were healed. That's why demons were cast out. Amen. That's amen. Many miracles were done. Amen. Uh, he went about doing good and, and, and healing all that were, amen, diseased because he wanted to demonstrate God's kingdom on the earth, God's economy on the earth. 
In God's economy, you can take two fish and five loaves and you can feed 5,000. I don't know about you, but man, I like God's economy. Wouldn't that work? Hallelujah. He came to bring the kingdom of God to the earth. Number three said that he had a fourfold mission. What was number one? He came to explain God. To help people understand what God was like. Number two, he came to bring the kingdom to the earth. Number three, he came to make disciples. He came to make disciples. Uh, he recognized he was going to need help to keep this thing going. Matthew 4, 19, And Jesus called out to them, Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. I'll make you fishers of men. He came to make disciples. Because he knew that if he just came here and stayed for a while and left and didn't leave some representatives and leave some witnesses and leave some people uh, to continue to carry out the mission, uh, that it, would, it, it, it wouldn't last. So he came to make disciples. That's number four. Uh, uh, that's number three, right? Number three. He came to make disciples. Number four. He came to surrender his life. He came to surrender his life. Mark ten forty five. Mark ten forty five. It says, "For even the Son of Man came not to be served." But to serve others and to give his life a ransom for men. It, you know, there's a principle that you find throughout Scripture that some things only come at the cost of a life. Some things only come at the cost of a life. Very early in the scripture, in the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve sinned and, and recognized that they were naked and, and, and tried to cover up with leaves, and, and God began to talk with them in the garden and so forth, and, 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 and after God uh, talked with them and found out and, and, and helped them to find out the situation they were in, uh, God covered them with the skins of animals. God covered them with the skins of animals. There are animals that gave their life so that uh, Adam and Eve could be covered. There are some things that only come at the cost of a life. Jesus said it another way. He said that uh, a seed by itself abides alone. But if you plant it in the ground and it dies, in the sense that uh, it dies to its singularity. It dies to its, 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 its separate existence, but it's planted in the ground, hidden in the dirt. Amen. Uh, uh, it, 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 something happens when, it, when, when the sacrifice is made that it will produce more plants and more seeds. He said, if you, you just keep it by itself, it'll abide for long, but if you let it die. It'll produce a harvest. That's what Jesus did. Jesus came, amen, and he came uh, with the purpose. They didn't take his life. He sacrificed his life. And love crucified arose. And he gave God many sons and many daughters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're talking, amen, about why the general church exists. Amen. Why the general body of Christ exists. It exists to fulfill uh, Christ's mission in the earth. We talked about what that mission was, the fourfold mission of Christ. Now let's talk about why Bethel exists. 
This church, Bethel, exists to fulfill Jesus' mission in this city, in this place, in this time. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. The same thing that the general church, church universal, amen, uh, uh, church local, that's what we are supposed to be, that's what we're supposed to be doing. So Bethel exists to fulfill Jesus' mission in this place. Yes. And in this time. That's why I was saying earlier, uh, you know, we need to use language that people can understand. Yes. We're called to this place, this time. Uh, so, the fourfold mission that we have, we're called on to explain God. You ever thought about that? Just like when Jesus said, when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. Yeah. Our job in this place and this time is to be representatives of God. In our workplace, in our schools, in our neighborhoods. When they see us, they need to see God. Uh, and I'm, I'm communicating on the sense, not that we are God. But we need to be good representatives for God. Right. And to those that don't know how to get to God, if they can get to us, they can get to God. Right. Was anybody listening to me? Hallelujah. That's why this church exists. And, 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 and understand this. It's not for me to explain God. It's for all of us. Yes. It's not just my job by myself. It's for all of us, amen, to, to live our lives in, in communion with God in such a way that when people see us, they will see more than us. They'll see the God in us. All right, that's good. One writer said, if you see me doing good, it's just the Jesus in me. When you see me treating people like I should, it's just the Jesus in me. Hallelujah. So if, if, if the mission one is for us to explain God, then mission number two is amen, to bring God's kingdom to this place in this time. Amen. Uh, we, we, we need to bring heaven's economy. We need to bring heaven's economy, amen, to this place in this time. But in order to bring heaven's economy to this place in this time, we got to see first the kingdom. And his righteousness. And God had the rest. Amen. Some of us, amen, even though we are kingdom people, we, 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 we haven't learned how to use heaven's currency, kingdom currency in our own life. Lord, help us. It's hard to, it's hard to lead people to somewhere where you ain't been. It's hard to, amen, uh, you know, it's just like going to another country. When you go to another country, they have their own currency in that country. And, and, and you've got to acclimate yourself to uh, uh, the currency of that country. Some of us, we we got work to do. we got to acclimate ourselves to the currency. Of, of, and, and do you know what the currency of the kingdom is? One of I, I preached a series one time about the seven currencies of the kingdom of God. One of the currencies of the kingdom of God is faith. Mm -hmm. yeah. Hallelujah. 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 Faith. Uh -huh. That's why the scripture says, by the elders obtain a man a good report. And then we got to make disciples. We're going to fulfill the mission of Jesus. We've got to make disciples. How many of you, I want, I, you, I, you don't have to answer out loud, but I want you to think about this. Who is it that you are responsible for yeah. making, uh, helping a person that wasn't saved, helping them become saved and become a disciple of Christ? How many people are you responsible for doing that? Well, I'm getting ahead of myself. Because before you can help lead somebody to be a disciple, you got you, you can't lead them into something that 
You're not yourself. How many of us are really disciples? See, there's a difference between going to church, attending church, and being a disciple. There's a difference. There's a difference between being a visitor and being an employee. Oh, is anybody listening to me? Church attender and a disciple. You see, a disciple follows orders. A, a disciple follows leadership. A church attender, they do what they feel like doing. If they feel like doing it, they do it. If they don't feel like doing it, they don't do it. Anybody listening to me? Your flesh is not going to always agree with God's program. Now, you're going to have to make the decision are you going to be ruled by your flesh or you're going to be a follower of God. And sometimes being a follower of God, you're going to have to crucify the flesh. Deny the flesh, as other heavens are saying. That's, that, he's helping me preach. It, it's it's going to come a time where you can't please your flesh and please God. And, and, and that kind of you know, boils it down the difference between whether you're going to be a disciple or not. I mean, I'm, I'm here to tell you that, that this next move that, and where God's getting ready to take us, amen, Bethel, we got a lot of empty seats. But we don't need those seats filled with just church attendance. Right. Yes. We need more disciples. And those of us that are here, amen, in order for us to uh, help uh, 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 produce disciples, we've got to be disciples ourselves. That's true. Hallelujah. And then, number four, talking about for the local church, for Bethel, amen, it is to surrender our life. Jesus said, we're not going to produce if we don't, sometimes you've got to give up your life. Man's life does not consist of the abundance of the things he possesses. Some people, that, when, if you ask the question, and, and do it, help me do it for dramatic effect. Look at somebody that's close to you and ask them this question. What are you living for? What are you living for? Now that question should trigger some things in their mind. What are you living for? There's some folk that are living to pay for their house. Pay for the stuff they got. There's some folk who are living for their kids. Their whole life is wrapped around their kids. And sad to say, sometimes those that are living their whole life for their kids, sometimes the kids don't even appreciate True. parents while they're there. That's right. And they're going to miss them when they're gone. What are you living for? Uh, there's some folk that are living to try to make it to retirement so they can get their retirement. There's some folk who are living so that they can move to a comfortable part of the country and kick back. And there's some folk that are living to, you know, people, uh, if you ask them, what are you living for? But it's sad to say for a whole lot of people who say they're Christians, we're not living for God. God God's, God's, not, God's not in the top three in our list. Not living for them. And certainly, if we won't live for them, we won't die for them. Uh, when I was talking about number three, making disciples, and I said you can't make a disciple unless you are a disciple. Uh, you know, uh, for parents, number one, your goal should be to help raise up your children or grandchildren and help them become disciples. Yes. That's true. That, 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 that ought to be job number one. I don't know about you, but 
I wouldn't be. I, it, it, I, I don't want to go to heaven and my kids or my grandkids go to hell. Anybody listening to me? And yet, for a lot of us, we go on about our way. We leave our kids out, and, and we don't even speak into their lives about spiritual things. We don't even speak into their lives about spiritual things. We we, we hope that they'll find out and hope that they see, Amen. Uh, the way we conduct our life, and, and you know what? For some of us, it might be kind of hard for them to know we're really serious about God. Because we let everything else get in the way of God. We make it seem like everything else is important. More important than God. So what if they have sports league on Sunday? So what if they uh, got this going on and that going on and and so forth. And, and, and well, you, you know, we got to do this and we got to do that. And I guess we, you know, church will come last and, 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 and serving God comes last. What is the message that we send to our children? Hallelujah. Let me, let me, I'm talking about surrendering our lives. I already told you, when, when, when you get, there's some things that are going to cost your life. Maybe not, not great you are dead, but there's some things sometimes that God will call on you to do that will kill you. It will kill your flesh. And the flesh will be, oh no, no! You say, shut up. We're going to please God. And the thing that I'm here to tell you is that if you surrender your life to the cause of Christ. He said there's no man that have left houses and land, brothers and sisters and so forth for the kingdom that shall not in this life inherit houses and land, brothers and sisters. In other words, uh, you don't you don't lose, you gain. Yes. The one who tries to save his life will lose his life. Yes. But the one who surrenders and gives his life will gain eternal life. Hallelujah. So we've talked about the general church, the body of Christ, we talked about this local church, Bethel. And see, what I've described, that mission, we got to do better. Let, let, let me somebody close to you say, did you hear what he said? We, we, we got to do better. If we're going to fulfill the mission, if, we're going, if, if, if we want Christ to be pleased when he returns, he, he's coming back. And we're going to uh, uh, we're going to be judged by how well we fulfill the mission. Amen. Let's take it one step. Let's, let's let's take it one step. Let's go personal now. Talk about the general church, universal church, body of Christ. We talk about the local church, Bethel. Now let's talk about us as individuals. I want you to say that one with me. I exist. To fulfill Jesus' mission. In my place. And my time. I'm talking about in your neighborhood. I'm talking about on your job. I'm talking about to the people that you come in contact with. For some of those people, you're the only representative of God that they're going to meet. And your existence. Jesus said, my Jesus said, my meat, I'm going back to King James, but my, my meat, uh, uh, what happened, uh, he got through talking to the uh, woman at the well of Samaria. The disciples had gone into the city and left Jesus by the well because Jesus was exhausted. They went to buy food in the city to bring back uh, so that they could, so he could eat. And when they got back, he was in a conversation with, with a woman, and they was wondering, why is he talking to this woman, this Samaritan woman? 
and, and, and she leaves to go to the city to tell the folk about Jesus. And, 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 and the disciples said, uh, he has a need. Let's, 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 you know, we went to buy the, the, the provision. Let's give him something to eat. And when they got ready to try to give Jesus something to eat, Jesus said, my meat. In other words, he said, I ain't hungry. Hallelujah. Anybody, have you ever got so caught up in doing things for God that you forgot to eat? I'm, 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 I'm serious. Have you ever got so caught up in doing the things for God that you forgot to eat? I want to show my hands. Anybody ever did that? When you got so caught up in the things of God that you forgot to eat? That's, that's what happened to Jesus. And notice what he said. My meat is to do the will of him who sent me. is to do the will of him that sent me. To work while it's day because night is coming and no man will be able to work. If, if, if you're not like that about the things of God, you've got to check yourself. You've got to check yourself. You're saying, Pastor, is it that serious? I'm saying, yes, it is. It's that serious. That's serious. You see, we either can be church goers or we can be disciples. Church goers aren't very effective. Amen. Uh, 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 world is not impressed with church goers. Disciples. Do you know what the, 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 the early disciples of Jesus Christ did? I'm not giving you the, the testimony of uh, what the church said. I'm giving you the testimony of what they uh, uh, secular writers said. The secular writers said they turned their world upside down. So why do we exist? Why do I exist? It's, it's personal. It's personal. I'm here to explain God. You are here to explain God. When people see you, you need to be a good representative of God. All right, that's good. And you know when you when when you realize you've got that responsibility, there's certain things you won't say. Right. Oh, I do. Yeah. That's the sort of way you won't you, you, because you represent God. You're there to explain God. You're there to bring. God's economy. To, to be a representative of bringing God's economy. Amen. Into your personal personal space. Where you work, where you go to school. In your home. In your neighborhood. Bring God's economy. Not what be done on earth as it is in heaven. Part of bringing God's economy is using the seven currencies of the kingdom. And I'll go back over that again to refresh it if you need it. But, amen, the first one is faith. Hallelujah. You better make disciples. Start with your children. Start with your children. Start with your grandchildren. Well, start with yourself first. Be one. Yourself. Right. This thing is better uh, called. You know, they, they, the, the, not the message we preach, but the life we live. Be one, and then let's each one reach one. And you know what I found out? I, 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 I don't know if you're like me, but. If I'm doing something myself, sometimes I'll take a shortcut. I'm just doing this for myself. I'll take a shortcut. But now, if I'm tasked with the job of showing someone how to do it, anybody ever on their job been called upon to train somebody? 
Because you, you, you got to train somebody. And if you were doing it by yourself, that's some stuff you do. You, you get the job done, but you kind of cut some corners or whatever. But when you got the responsibility, you got to train somebody else. You want to show them how to do it what? Right. The right way. Yeah. Right. The right way. Some of us, I believe we would do better if we had somebody we were mentoring. There's sometimes we would go to church when we didn't feel like well, I, I got to go because they're watching me and, and, and they're following me and I might even be bringing on myself. And, and so I'm going to press. I'm going to press my way. Oh, is anybody listening to me today? We got to make disciples. So we got to step up our game. And, 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 and what I'm going to say to you, uh, what month is September? This is the ninth month of the year. Okay. Uh, I'm putting the assignment out. As your leader, I'm putting the assignment out. I want each one of you to reach one person. want each one of you to reach one person and be that in their life. And if each one of us reaches one uh, by six months from now, we'll be doubled in size. Hallelujah. Make disciples. Somebody might say, I'm going to do that. Surrender your life. Stop living for your convenience. Amen. Stop saying you don't have time. We all have the same amount of time. It's what we do with it. It's going to cost me. When, when, when you invest in a relationship with people, people, people are messy. People are messy. At times, some people, some people are more messy than others. It's going to cost you something. But if you are willing to give your life to the cause of Christ, love crucified arose. And he produced it. Look, look at, they, they didn't take Christ's life, he gave his life. And and, 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 and and when he got up, he didn't get up by himself. He was the first fruit of many brethren. Hallelujah. You all get anything from the word today? Talking about catching the vision. And in catching the vision, we 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 we, we got to know what our why is. And as I said in the beginning, and I'm going to close out, amen, with that, amen, right now. And we're preparing, uh, get the, uh, some of the brothers, can you bring the table up? We're going to close out with communion today, amen. What I started out with is that people who lose their why, or people lose their way, when they lose their why. Bethel, I hope we got our why back today. Say, Bethel, I hope that we got our wife back today. I'll know shortly. Hallelujah. We're going to prepare to close out our services on today. And while they're bringing the table, uh, and, and I want to say something. A uh, young man came in and he told you all he wanted prayer. Uh, that's some other. I, I let him know. Uh, uh, sit down. Give a word. We'll pray for it. It wasn't prayer he wanted. He was uh, panhandling. He was trying to get money. But they figured that the watchword is if I say I want prayer, uh, then, you know, I, I, I can ask for what, what I really want is money. Uh, so, uh, just let him know. Not that I refuse to pray for people, but there's a way that things should be done decently and in 
war. And, uh, you know, he, he, he didn't want to sit still for the word and, and that. So, uh, but uh, I am going to take our time for prayer. I want to thank the Lord, Brother Robert is with us today. And, uh, and he's requesting prayer. I'm going to ask him to come up. And my brother in the back here, I'm bad on names. That's a, that's a bad trait for a pastor, yeah. But the Lord put you on my heart today. And uh, uh, I'm going to ask you to come up if you would for prayer. Uh, this is uh, Sister Terrell's son. Amen. And uh, what's your first name? Direct. Okay. I, I need to associate that and remember that. And, uh, but, but, uh, came to my mind, uh, and I looked around, and you know, and you're not here every Sunday, but uh, God brought you to my mind today, and I believe really did for a purpose. Amen. There's some things that you've been seeking for uh, from God, and, uh, uh, and and God dealt with me about you, uh, and I hadn't had a chance to say this to you, uh, but God dealt with me about you, and uh, that we need to begin working together, doing some things in the church. Amen. And so, uh, if the Lord uh, put it on your heart and you can start attending a little bit more regularly, uh, uh, brother here at the church, amen, we want to reach out with you and help you in any way we can and, uh, and, and, and uh, uh, put your, your, your skills and talents. And, and, and so, God has some things he wants to do in your life. And uh, we're willing to do it. If, 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 you'll be, if you'll make yourself available, Amen. We're going to make ourselves available to work with you. God wants me to tell you that, and I'm going to pray for you. Amen. Good to see you, Brother Rock. It's been a while since you've been with us in service. Amen. And, uh, and I've known Robert ever since he's been one. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Those, those are brothers. And, uh, amen. He's not a boy anymore. He's, he's grown. And uh, we're asking God to minister to him. Know that there's some things going on in his life, some things that he, amen, desires. He wants to move forward. You, 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 you want to move forward in progress, don't you? I understand. All right. And so I'm going to ask you all uh, to, uh, if you would, point your way. Lord God, we lift up Brother Robert to you right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, you see the concerns of his heart and his mind. Oh God, you see uh, the things that torment him and the things that uh, uh, cause anger uh, 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 to uh, reside in him. And the frustration, Lord, uh, you see the frustrations. I thank you, Lord, that uh, you are a high priest yes, Lord. who is touched with the feeling of our infirmity. And so I ask that you would minister to Robert right now in the way that he has needed you to minister to him. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Fix it, Jesus, for Robert. Can you help me say, Lord, fix it for Robert right now. Lord, forgive Robert for the mistakes that he's made. Forgive him, Lord. Lord, we know your blood washes whiter than snow. Lord, forgive him right now. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, cleanse him right now. Oh God, come into his heart as only you can minister to him right now. In the name of Jesus. And we're asking that you would do a miracle yes, for Robert. Yes, oh God, you can turn his life around. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The enemy has tried to make him uh, uh, say that uh, he hates uh, uh, you. That he doesn't understand you and that uh, you're not a good God. You're... You, you, and, and, but the devil's been lying to him. Hallelujah. The enemy's been lying to him. You are a good God. Yes. 
Hallelujah. You are a mighty God. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord, I pray for him now that if, if you turn his life around, Lord, you can get the glory because people who have known him, they'll be able to see the change. Amen. They'll be able to see the change. Hallelujah. Life change. Lord, amen. We pray for a life change in Brother Robert's life right now. In the name of Jesus. Any strongholds. Amen. Any, any strongholds. Amen. Over his, his mind, his spirit. We come against them. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but are mighty through God. To the pulling down. Strongholds. Down imagination and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought captive to know Jesus Christ. And and Robert, I'm, I'm going to say something. That you're going to begin. I, I I don't know uh, what kind of music you listen to or what kind of music is, is sometimes going on in your head, but you're going to be. I, I'm believing by God. You're going to begin to hear gospel music. Gospel music. Amen. And as much as you can, I want you to keep, amen, uh, 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 gospel music playing. Yes. Amen. I want you to change the atmosphere in your room. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. If you've got anything in your room that's satanic or uh, uh, evil, not right, amen, that you know uh, God wouldn't be pleased with, amen, I want you to clean up your room. You hear me, Robert? I want you to clean up your room. Amen. And, and as you clean up your room, you're going to show God that you're serious. Amen. And, and, and as you show God that you're serious, that's what the old saints told us. Sanctify yourself. And God will sanctify your whole. Hallelujah. Sanctify yourself. And God will sanctify your whole. And so God, I'm praying right now that, amen, uh, and releasing right now what you've given me for Robert, and I'm thanking you. I'm thanking you, Lord. And thanking you for what you've done. Thanking you for what you're about to do. I'm thanking you for it right now. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Don't let him go from this place the same way. Don't let him go from this place the same way. Don't let the same burdens, the same concerns, the same uh, worries, amen, the same frustrations be on him. But touch him right now. Take a deep breath in, Robert. Just take a deep breath and say thank you. Take another deep breath in and say thank you. That stress is coming off of you. That nervousness is coming off of you. Take another deep breath and say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Take another deep breath in, Robert. Calm my shot right now. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, I want to thank you for my brother today. Hallelujah. You put him on my heart for a reason today, Lord. Oh, my God. There's a work you want to do in his life. In the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, you have charged us. Amen. Uh, uh, to help him. Amen. To help him uh, to become the man that you're calling him to be. And so God, I lift him up to you right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, you've begun a good work in it. Finish what you started. Finish what you started, Lord. 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 In the name of Jesus. Do it, Lord. We believe in, we believe in your word. Do it, Lord, right now. In the name of Jesus. And I'm thanking you, Lord. For, amen, what you've begun and what you're going to finish. Oh, God, touch him right now. You see where there are questions. You see where there are questions. Oh God, you see where there's some unsureness. Amen. You see, amen, where he's wondering, well, where do I fit in? Amen. Uh, what is my purpose? Lord, what, 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 what am I supposed to do? 
Oh God, I'm thanking you that you're bringing him out. I'm thanking him, Lord, that, amen, you're showing, amen, that, that, that he's here for a purpose, amen, and that he's going to fulfill his purpose and destiny. I'm thanking you, Lord. I'm thanking you for this young man right now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord. Do it, Lord. Do it, Lord. We thank you for what you've done and for what you're about to do in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Look forward to it. You'll let us. Amen. Look forward to working with you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. She says she's being bothered with a cough. And uh, we believe in God. Amen. To touch her body. And uh, the Lord has given me to do something that I don't normally do. Hallelujah. And I'm trying to make up my mind. Should I do it or should I get somebody else to do it? Amen. Point your hand this way. We believe that, that, that treatment is, it's been a stubborn cough. But amen. The devil is alive. The devil is alive. Amen. The devil is alive. Hallelujah. And I want you to just lift both hands up to the Lord right now. And, 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 and what God gave me to do, amen, in the name of Jesus, by the blood of the Lamb, I'm just going to hit you in your back, just like that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
amen, fruit of the vine represented his blood. And he said, this is the cup of the New Testament in my blood. Drink you all of it. The Bible tells us that uh, we should examine ourselves uh, so that we don't even drink unworthily. And uh, we're going to just take a moment of reflection right now. And uh, Holy Spirit, we just ask right now that uh, you would search our hearts. Lord, we believe that this is a meal that conveys a message. Search our hearts, Holy Spirit. We have any unforgiveness, anything that's within us that's not like you, that should not be. Oh God, uh, we ask that you would uh, cleanse us so that we would not be condemned. Oh God, if we hold any all against anyone, Lord, uh, we release them. We, we, we forgive them. Uh, and just like you forgave us. And uh, Lord, help us to be able to partake of this uh, that represents your body and your blood and uh, you, that you're coming back again. Help us to be able to partake of it worthily. Let it be strength to us, oh God. Let it be healing to us, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen.